Welcome to Determined, the podcast hosted by people of determination to show you that anything is possible. Powered by Echo and I'm Inclusive and produced by Podcast Now. Hey everyone, welcome to the first ever podcast in the history of UAE that is designed to present to you the stories of the people of determination who made their way out. I'm Asra Ahmad and you're watching Determined, brought to you by Podcast Now. Our first guest uh, is a person who loves to take on challenges, who knew that her knowledge, brains and hard work is greater than her disability. Please welcome Nada. Thank you, Masroor. This was really kind mm. of you. So, Nada, can you please tell me about yourself? Well, I'm uh, Moroccan. I have been in UAE for most of my life. I have a physical disability that is caused by a genetic disease. My whole life, I wasn't actually with a disability. I have been pretty normal, a very active person. I used to go for lots of sports. But then when I entered my university studies, I discovered my genetic disease. And that's when life went upside down for me. And Life is hard. Life yeah. is hard at every point. <laughs> this is what is about life. You know, it's upsides and downs. Yes. Surprises you all the way. <laughs> exactly, yes. Exactly. So Nada, I will be having asking you questions about the podcast. So my first question will be, how did you become the first person of determination nurse in UAE? Can you please tell me the challenges you faced through? Well, it's a very long story that I wish I can so, summarize make for it you. Short again. <laughs> <laughs> well, nursing was my passion since I was in high school. And oh. uh, back then, I still didn't know about my disability. So um, I made it through to university. And while we are learning about medical terms and all, I felt that I have some weakness. I'm not able to run or stand on my toes. So uh, while I was studying, I was trying to link it to my weakness. And I went to the doctor and I diagnosed myself by mistake. I was going to tell him that I have muscular atrophy, which is weakness. But I said muscular dystrophy, which is the oh. genetic disease. So the doctor assumed that I was already diagnosed and we moved on with it. Later on, uh, while I was Googling, like how we always do, I stumbled on the genetic disease and it explains that your muscles will die with time to a point you will not be able to move your legs and your arms and probably all of you. So uh, that was a really huge revelation to know when you are only 17 years old. <laughs> 17 years, <laughs> yes. yeah. But uh, I don't know what type of strength that came into me that time. And I decided, well, this is life. I'll just live it to the max and be kind with everyone. So if God th- wants to take me, let him This was in the time of the college? <laughs> yes. Okay. So how you face the challenge then? Okay, so uh, from the mental aspect or like family aspect, yes. my family took it in a way of there is nothing wrong with you. You can keep going. And it's from God. So Yes, but as a nurse, you know, it was very hard to pursue this. As a nurse is yes. there for helping people. And you yeah, know, this you're is where the, nurse. this is where the mental part played a role. Yeah. Like, of course, I was really um, surprised. I'm the person who usually help people. I'm the one who is always independent and always reach out to help others. So, to have the like, you know, the revelation that in the near future I'll be the one who needs help, who needs to ask people to do things for them, it was really hurtful. 
hard, but you made it. People around me in the university, though, they had a very conflicted type of reaction. Most of my professors were telling me to change my major. This is a very demanding job. You are wasting your future if you stay here. So how you faced them? Like, what did you say to them when they, uh, you heard the reply that you are unable well, to do Well, it was this? a persistent one. You know, like every time they meet me, they say it or they remember or mention it. And for a moment, I actually was going to give up and like, yeah, they are right. But nursing was my passion. I wanted to continue. And my marks were as high as any other person. So uh, I was like... Why would I move out from a place that I want to stay in? So I, regardless of how hard they pushed and treated me like other people, I kept going. I just carried on going to the clinical, taking my exams. Even if they were decreasing my marks for the clinical part for not showing up much, I kept going. Nothing is easy, but you're a strong lady and you made it. We're <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> I think I was a stubborn person. That's very why. strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can call that. So, Nada, I would ask you the second question, which is like balancing work and personal life. Like life can really be a real circus. So, share your top practical and humorous uh, strategy for keeping all the balls in the air. Okay, so I'm a very um, stubborn lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I I take like my work seriously. So whenever if it's a responsibility that is given to me by others, thanks to my ADHD, mm. I take it way more seriously than it has to do with me. So uh, you will find me taking the tasks of other people and do it instead of mine, and it really takes a huge toll on you because of the pressure that you want to please everyone around you. Uh, with time, when I started to get weaker and I'm not able to walk much, I'm not able to work as much. I realized that one of the main priorities is yourself, to take care of yourself. Yes. So while I'm working, sometimes it becomes really stressful. What okay. I do is I take a break. That's how I try to manage between them. So sometimes maybe you will find me playing, like on the PlayStation, and I'm taking a phone call or writing an email. So this is my way with the multitasking ADHD type of <laughs> still freedom issue. from going to work or anything. Exactly. Work from is very good. <laughs> yeah, you try to do that. Like uh, sometimes you take to t- you take things seriously, and sometimes maybe you just need to unwind. Exactly. Yeah. We're very happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so our next question would be: How do you stay determined and resilient in through tough times? I think it's thanks to my humor. I don't know from where I got it, maybe from mental illnesses, but I think it's keeping a positive attitude. Because regardless what challenge that we're going to yeah. go through, we have to remember that it's not constant. It will not stay forever, and just as the good times stay and go, the bad times also this, are the same. It's from God. Yes. So, when you are in that moment, either you say it is what it is and you carry on. Or you just remember that actually yeah. nothing lasts forever. So exactly. as bad as it is, it will become good. I think that's what Life keeps me going. Life is not fair for everyone. <laughs> it's very difficult to stay on that exactly. constant because sometimes it's really painful. Sometimes it's really unfair. But what can you do except accepting your feelings? If you have to cry, cry it out. If you need to be angry, try to be angry because you have exactly. to accept the feelings, whether it's negative or positive. 
we have to no matter what yes so our next question will be how do you feel uh, like after the university university life like it's very tough outside as a person of determination it's more stressful so how did you face this challenge so after my achievement of graduating as the first person of determination i thought i have opened doors so that's an achievement first person determination <laughs> yes i think it was yeah we have suppose uh, excited and stressed it was it was uh, like uh, i was really excited about it that i have finally opened the doors for like yes. you know the future people of determination who wants to enter medical field like i have changed a rigid system that is ingrained in the university for years they don't accept any person to enter medical exactly. field unless they are healthy 100% so uh, graduating knowing that i actually did something it was it was quite an achievement but when you enter the real life the adult life there's the most that's important the difficult part. <laughs> part i try to apply for the internship to get my license mm. and become accredited as the first registered nurse but it was really difficult they refused me so saying, you got the license like I didn't. no hurdles no no i didn't you didn't yes uh, because i received the rejection letter saying that it's their first time ever to have a person of determination and they are still not sure how they can go on with it so with a few months of depression and accepting the reality that i will not be able to be a nurse regardless of the four years that i have been preaching that people of determination yes. can become in the medical field i turned back to something i used to do since i was a kid which is writing i oh. used to write a lot especially stories fantasy novels uh, so i thought this is my abilities what can i do with them to provide for myself and my family so i started writing stumbled on am inclusive is a social enterprise that uh, helps people of determination to be fit with an employer to them. yes to be fit with an employer who can mm-hmm. who is uh, looking for a person to, of determination to be in their workplace i started volunteering with them back then in 2020 okay yes after that they learned about my story because i was writing a lot on the website and they started to help me out to find job opportunities that i can do from home at least i started with being a content writer for courses oh. for a finance academy which was really finance. yes it was a really <laughs> that's very challenging <laughs> yeah it was exactly. a career transition that i have never thought i would do but later on i started also to translate social media uh, scripts that is going to be turned to a video with time I'm inclusive. We're speaking with uh, some uh, HR manager in Astor and they told him that we have a person of determination who graduated as the first disabled nurse and we're looking into if you have any offer for her. So you are still writing for them? I write for myself now and sometimes I help my husband, he's a content creator, so I translate wow. his Arabic scripts to English. So you have any novel or something written lately? I do, but it's for myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't tend to share. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So nothing to publish in future also? I wish I can, but I think it takes time because of ADHD. It yes. feels like whatever you're going to write. Writing for more creative. It will not be enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> perfectionist. 
So we'll move to your next question. If you could have a magic wand and make one play a workplace support for people with unique challenges appear. So what if would it be? And uh, can you share a funny or memorable moment related to it? So if we cannot speak about the workplace, it depends on the disability, 100%, and the needs of every person. But since I am speaking on behalf of the physical disability, okay. or regardless, I think chronic illness in general, one of the things that I wish it was there is flexibility with the timings. Funny moment is when I was training in uh, the hospital, even though that my professors knew that I cannot get up early in the morning because of the sore muscles, I'm always late. Despite <laughs> no, yes, despite getting up on time, <laughs> I'm always Let's late. Share about this movie today. <laughs> and the problem sometimes I'm late because I fall. I can't still walk back then, but sometimes I trip over because of the imbalance in my muscles. Yes. And I go with a twisted ankle to the hospital to attend my patients. And the doctors always look at me like, what is happening with you? I fell down before coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, this was uh, one of the things I wish it's there. One of the other things that I wish we can teach in the workplace is... Like uh, how you want to make a change for them. And the flexibility workplace. is uh, like 100% yes. a priority. The other one is educating our colleagues. I don't want to go to work and... Yes, also they do take time like uh, in preparing themselves, getting ready. But sometimes it, they are not yeah. prepared, you know, the, exactly. your colleagues. They're not prepared for what is your disability. Exactly. They're really Very ignorant. hard for them. Yeah, it's really ignorant. They are ignorant. And it's not their fault. Like, even for me, when I was young, I never learned about disability. Exactly. I have been around a lot of normal people, but I have never met a disabled person. So one of the things that I wish it can be enforced is when an employer chooses to get a person of determination, the colleagues of that person should know what exactly is their disability. And do you think these people listen to the person of determination according to their timing, flexibilities or anything? For the flexibility, if you are stern enough and you know what is your needs, they will listen to you eventually. Because it took me time when I transited to a new job. My colleagues didn't know how to treat me. If I'm saying, I cannot come today, I'm really tired. Why are you tired? You're on the chair. But I know. Kind of questions. <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend, but my muscles are dying. I am in pain all the time. So, yeah, this is one of the things. Other things is, yes, despite very, you yeah. explaining to them what is your disability, sometimes they actually don't understand it. And it's something we have to face every day. And what we have to do is just embrace yes. the patience that you have to have. People never believe you have to just go and tell them. You explain your yes, maximum, but you in the end, when it comes to your borders, yes, when it comes very to your boundaries, yes. you just say clearly, for example, I cannot come to this meeting because I have a physiotherapy session. Exactly. Because they are not in our shoes. Especially, yeah, especially if it's not in your timings that you it was uh, scheduled for you for your duty. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that people need to know or understand. It takes time to change such things in the society because you know before people used to view us as useless 
We don't do much. We are burden on the society and people should provide for us. But uh, according to me, I have seen many person of determination. Exactly. Yes. More talented than exactly, normal ones. Exactly. Yes. Like for example, you are providing for your family. I am providing for my family. Exactly. Even though that um, this is what the society think that family I'm not able to. Even we work more than them also. Like uh, I've seen many people like who can't even speak or talk, but they are more talented. Like uh, they surprise you in talents. Hundred percent. Yes. Yes, I know many people like them. And they yeah. usually have multiple talents. Like I multiple know someone talents. who can because they don't have any career guidance, so they go to so many directions. That I will be this one. I will be that one. See? I think it's more of. society not giving them a chance because of society even like because society fails them so like this is why take turns think of it we have for example someone who is able and someone who is with a wheelchair they have the same experience they have exactly. worked the many years as each other but the employer will choose the normal person because he will think yeah why would i have to pay for extra just to fix the workplace and accommodate this person exactly So, like you know, workplaces they provide for their determined ones, like uh, you know. Yes, you know this is commodities, everything. You know, like thanks to uh, companies such to as to make I'm easy for them, like such I mean, inclusive. It's giving really broad plan for these employers who want to mm, hire uh, people of determination. Yes. We're going like you know on a baby steps. It's a very steps. big move. Very It is a big move, move yes. and things will not change. Suddenly, it will take time for the whole society exactly. to ingrain people of determination like they supposed to from decades ago, even centuries ago. But we're going there, baby steps, thanks to people like I'm inclusive. Really. So, what do you feel like um, decades ago in that era and this era? How do you? What do you see? I think I'm pretty like, lucky that I got my disease in <laughs> 2020. I don't yes, think I would have survived the streets or or the place. Nothing to stress because U.S. taking care of us, our employers. I think I wouldn't have known any place but my room if I was in like you know the 80s, 50s. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really grateful we're in 2020s. <laughs> so Nada, we'll move to next question. This is a good question. What support do you believe is crucial and uh, for individuals with unique challenges in the workplace? Like what kind of support they need? I think it depends on the disability as we said before. So um, most of the time it's the support of the people in the place. Colleagues to understand your disability. Exactly. Uh, Sometimes also they need uh, accommodations to live alone because they can't adjust with people. Yes. Exactly. So I think it also depends on uh, the person himself. But the main important thing is for the person to set his own boundaries. Like if you don't speak up about what is bothering you or what is that you need in the workplace to be comfortable. Yes. Nothing will change. But most of the time, you know, personal determination, they are very shy at telling. It's not shy. They yeah. feel that they yeah. are already, you know, like they have... They feel they are ignored or rejected from mm. the society. Yeah. And also they feel like, you know, they are not entitled for their needs because this person accepted me to work in this company. I yes. have to be grateful. But no, this is one of the person's rights to be... accommodated whether their needs are physical or auditory or yes. whatever as far i am inclusive it is said that equal opportunities for everyone yes yes 
So, do you think this is a very good step? And is it? Yes. Applying on them? As we said, society will take yeah. a really long time to <laughs> accept us exactly. like 100% as equal as everyone. But the good thing is that we are in UAE. UAE is one of uh, the countries that embrace people of determination. Like, we are not called disabled people. We are called people of determination. Exactly. Companies like I'm Inclusive again and any other person who f- wish or um, believe that people of determination are equal and they try to take that step. Whether it's private companies, governmental companies who also approach or accept yeah. the person regardless. So what are your thoughts about UAE? United Arab Emirates, how is you, it changing? I, I was born here. Yes. And uh, if you can, if you're gonna, like, you know, make me choose whether to stay mm-hmm. here or go back to Morocco, as much as I love my country, I feel this is my home. Exactly. Because uh, I've seen many countries, they call, like, people with disabilities. And uh, United Arab Emirates is the first country to uh, call them by a different professional name. Yes. Like, people of determination. Like, uh, they don't make you feel disabled. They will make you feel welcomed here. They make you feel abled, yes. <laughs> UAE is really going, running through the future of uh, the people of determination compared to other countries. I have been to Georgia a few months no. ago and uh, my wheelchair broke there. Wow. Because of how bad the streets, there is no parkings, so uh, everything is stairs. How did you make it? Uh, I think my husband is a bodybuilder because he used to pick the wheelchair and go through the like you know the high steps and the the streets. So you're lucky to have someone supportive. Yes, I think it's also one of the most important thing whether you are disabled or not. Having circle of support is exactly. crucial. That is the most important part. Hundred percent. Whether like you know you're going through depression, um, anxiety, uh, physical. They make your life more easier. Yes, even if just normal stress, if you have just a person with you, that's actually what keeps you going. So next question would be, picture someone listening who is in the midst of a health challenge or career transition. What's your <laughs> ultimate quick tip advice to keep them going? Sprinkled with a dash of motivation. <laughs> As a person <laughs> who has been through both, I don't think so. There is like one advice or hack that I can give someone. You have to go through the hard feelings. You have to go through the pain, especially if it's like about the health part. It's not easy to lose your health. It's the most important thing that any person has. So when you see your health going downhill, no matter what, you will feel the negative part of like the unfairness of it because you cannot change or do anything about it. But what can I advise them regarding that is to make sure to get more than one professional opinion and then understand what is the things that affect their health to go like, you know, to the worst side and try their best to take care of themselves. Because you have to be kind to yourself. You have to care for yourself more than anything else because that's what matters in this life. Uh, For the career part, transitions are really hard. Sometimes it takes years. I know for myself, yes. it took me two years at least after graduation to even find a part-time job. So uh, no matter what, you it's keep hard, going. Yeah, you, you make your way. Yes, you have to, th- to remember that whatever it happens, you're doing your best. You're doing your level best in a place or a world that values experience of 20 years 
than a person who just started. So it takes time to find to find an open mind, like an open mind company that will actually accept you. So it's really not your fault. It's really not your. It's you are not to blame. You just have to be patient and carry on doing what you can. Keep on applying. Keep on accepting the stress and the challenges that you're gonna go through because you will thrive eventually. So our next question and last would be: <laughs> Picture yourself leaving a time capsule uh, message for future generations. What's the message? And uh, is there a quirky or fun fact you did include to make them smile? This is a very tricky question. Tricky, but a good one. <laughs> yes, it is a good one. Uh, from my side, if like I have one message that I have to give everyone, be kind. Really, uh, I think this is the most important thing. Yes. There are a lot of people who are rude. There are a lot of people who are gonna be negative, who are gonna put you down. But everyone is facing a lot of challenge. Everyone is going through their battles. So be kind. <laughs> Mostly here in UAE. <laughs> be kind with everyone. Yes. You never know when it will be your turn to wait for someone to be kind for you. And for the fun part, please enjoy your day. Whether it's an ice cream, chocolate, or just a book, because what matters is yeah, just go the, with you. Yes, yes. Ju- what matters is the moment you are living right now, because you never know if there is a tomorrow, and always be hopeful for tomorrow, because you never exactly. know. Maybe it will Who have knows? good Life things. Life surprises you in many ways. Yes. I so Nada, is there any quotation or anything you want to say? <laughs> I think I will speak. On behalf of everyone who's going through mental illness, who's going through chronic illnesses or disabilities, even normal people, we all go through hardships. I think whatever we go through, just take it with a positive. Positive. Yes. yes. I'm not talking about toxic positivity where like you are crying and we're like, no, it's okay. Yeah. I got this. It's more of accepting your feelings. If you're sad, be sad. But just remember that yes. whatever you're going through, it's not permanent. Keep going. Keep fighting. So in the end, I will say, <laughs> disabled are not, mm, disabilities are not disabled by their... We're well, all humans yeah, in the end. We all go through things. They're able by their abilities. Yes. Exactly. Always focus on your yes. abilities rather than what limit you. Because people tend to put limitations on you mm. more than what you have. So thank you, Nada, for sharing very great views about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, uh, of course. It was really nice having you here. Yes, uh, I really yes. enjoyed speaking with you. Thank it you. It felt like a conversation more than an of interview. Course. So of course. So we will be moving forward to the next opposite next week. <laughs> yes. Okay. So signing off. See you, podcast now. Uh, See for you. Determined. <laughs>